Hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks podcast. I am joined once again by the geeks. First of all, the evil genius, the keeper of the inner sanctum, the numbers guy, Keith of Keith's Comics. Keith, how are you? I'm doing great. Excited about today. At least, some, <laughs> at least somebody is. Oh, come on. We got some great reviews today. We do. We do indeed. And of course, <laughs> we do indeed. Man, if you the were. pictures guy, the man who's always wrong, the dirty old geek. Brian needs one. Brian, how are you? Vaccinated. Good for you. I still got to get you're, that done. You're dog. half vaxxed. I'm half vaxxed. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> I'm half vaxxed. <clears throat> and I, of course, am the world's oldest kid sidekick. I am the words guy. And my name is Lance. I'm here to help you while the master is away. And welcome to another issue. Uh, so, Ryan, you got some news for us uh, this week. You know what? A couple things happened. First, the Bad Batch trailer dropped, which was... Oh, I, I didn't hear about that. Oh. Is, is it good? Oh, yeah. Okay, I gotta check that out. Yeah. They've renamed Echo, and I can't remember the name now, and I was talking to my nephew about this yesterday. It's cool. Okay. It's fucking cool. And then there's they're adding another clone... A little clone uh, who has some kind of weird mental thing going on. It's it's going to be cool. Okay, cool. It's going to be cool. And Action Comics number one sold for $3.25 million. $3.28 million. Wow. Auction house? Yep. I get slightly outbid. Slightly. Slightly. <laughs> dude, you, you kind of club people over the head with that Bruce Wayne money, dude. Yes. <laughs> Don't be scared with uh, it. Don't super, go 3.22. It's, it's a Superman book. Come on. Really? Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I had to that's cut true. Off. It was supposedly, um, or there's, assume that there's 100 copies, about 100 copies still. In, and this was like an 8.7 or something. I mean, it was wow. in good shape. Wow. For, uh, for Action Comics number one. For 83-year-old book. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this may be the best copy. Of but three point two eight million dollars is no uh, no laughing matter. I want to say the new Gods movie got canceled, so that's off. Oh, the table. they were gonna make one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. dude. No, we were talking even when we were talking about Justice League. Yeah. Uh, they could make a really cool uh, new they Gods were. movie, and uh, and that that got uh, pulled off the table. And uh, by by the same woman who wrote uh, Watchmen for. Uh, HBO. Oh, boy, that would have been really good, yeah. I think, because that, that was a good series. Yeah. Uh, yes. So I don't know what's going on with that um, exactly, but I did hear that it got it got shelved. Um, and that's about it for this week. All right, so for this week's edition of the uh, Three Old Geeks World Famous Top 3 List, with 15 minutes on the timer, gentlemen, who, what... Are the worst comic book identity swaps of all time. And go. Uh, my number three is Jason Todd as Robin. When they moved Dick Grayson out of that into Nightwing. Uh, really? And Jason Todd was just an annoying piece of shit he as was. a Robin. Yeah. I really didn't like yeah. the character. You I didn't want to see him beaten to death with a crowbar by the Joker. I did not want to see him beaten to death... I did. Unlike other people in this room <laughs> who actually voted. I didn't call in and vote. I wasn't that cold and, yeah. and cynical. He deserved to die. Did. He deserved to die. <laughs> I, best 75 cent I ever spent. But I want my money back because they brought him back. Because they brought him back. Uh, they, they, I, do, I do, however, like the Red Hood. So that character was cool. But Jason Todd as Robin was just a, a slap, I thought, to Robins what? everywhere. Yeah, he was a piece of shit uh, character. He didn't need to be beaten to death with a crowbar, but he did need to go. I I have a feeling a lot of these are going to be Batman family things. Tim Drake was cool, Robin. I, I was like good Tim with Drake. that one. He Tim Drake sense. was a cool one. Yeah, he yeah. made sense. He actually had the best point of being a Robin. Stephanie Brown was a cool Robin, I thought. Yeah. I liked her as a Robin. Carrie Kelly, great Robin. <laughs> Fucking Jason Todd, piece of shit. Wow. Go Ouch. on. <laughs> Ouch. Poor Jason Todd. Just... Great Red Hood. Piece well, of shit, Robin. When you, you pick up a kid who's stealing your tires, yeah. you go, you know what? I'm going to make you my sidekick. <laughs> oh, mister, please. I had that happen before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, Keith, what's your number uh, your number three? Uh, my number three. Um, I blanked on it. Um, I got so much into Robin. Um, pass. Pass? Pass? <laughs> Never in the history of the top three have we done a pass. What we have now. What the hell are you passing for? It's fucking right down three names. I fucked up. <laughs> I did the best identity switches, not you the worst. You did the best identity switches. Yeah, yeah. When I wrote it down, I just had ID switches, so I did the best. And now I'm like, worst up. <laughs> All right, well, Keith is going to counter. Oh, no, I got it. I got one. Okay, good. I, I really didn't care for this when they did it. Uh, I thought they took a really cool character and made him into a eh, character. Uh, when Clint Barton became Goliath. Oh, okay. That's an identity switch in the other way where yeah. he changes it. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. just didn't. He was really kind of cool as, as oh, top no, guy. Dude. And then all of a sudden he becomes a giant guy who yeah. anyone could be. Yeah. And he doesn't even use an arrow or bow or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he use a giant bow and arrow? That, that would have been, been cool. cool. That would have been cool. That would have exactly. been fucking cool. All right. Yeah. That's a good one. Piece of shit. All right. Well, I, I had. I, I, that's why I went last because I, I. The big one is blocking. It was like a, a, a mental block for me because it was. It's so bad that I had trouble thinking of other ones. But uh, kind of in the same thing in the Batman family. Um, and you'll probably won't like me for this, but <gasps> I thought when Barbara Gordon got shot and she became Oracle, Batgirl should have been retired. Yes. Ah, any Batgirl that has come after Barbara Gordon, I do not like. Especially Cassandra Kane. I could not stand her. You know what? I I liked I liked what they did with her arc. I liked it was a redemption arc, and so I thought on the whole it was really cool and really well done. I did not particularly like the dominatrix themed Batgirl suit. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't dig that. The si- yeah, like the the silent, ba- you know. Yeah. I was like, eh. I thought you were gonna say uh, Oracle, and I was gonna, yeah. Yeah, no, I was no, gonna no, 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 that no, was no, on no, the no. list I had here for the best yes. switches. Yeah, Oracle would be <laughs> no, uh, absolutely I not. Just, I just, I okay. actually think that 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 Batgirl has a legacy that should have stopped with Barbara Gordon, and I don't think they should have done anything with any other Batgirl. There's got to be a Batgirl. I think that there has to be a Batgirl. Okay. Uh, and and I think that they've done some pretty cool ones. I liked the the art that they did with Cassandra Kane. I okay. did like that. Fair enough. All right, uh, what do you got for uh, uh, what, uh, number two there, uh, Brian? For me is uh, Magneto as Zorn. Ooh, yeah, that was that was just terrible. That was bad. That was really bad. Yeah. yeah. No, that that was one of those like it's supposed to be like this big swerve, and you weren't expecting this coming, and I was like, really. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, and then it was so bad that they had to fucking change it like a few issues later and and do something different with it because it was such a shitty. Yeah, yeah, it was. And so, and that's how you know it's shit when they have to really kind of twist themselves. When the backlash is so yeah. bad that yeah. they have to, they, yes. within a couple of issues, it, have to make up for it type of thing. Yeah. You take a classic uh, character who's torn, and you, everyone sees him as a villain, but he's not a villain, and then you you turn him into this stupid ass character. Yeah, it's bad. Now that being said, I liked the design of Zorn. Oh no, he was a yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. Frank Wiley design, like the man with a star in his head or something yeah. like that. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. But the fact is, Magneto is dumb. Yes, that was stupid. That was okay. So that's mine. That's stupid. Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, I didn't care for this one. I know you're gonna disagree with it. What? I didn't like the the new Cassie Wonder Girl compared to Donna Troy Wonder Girl. Cassie Sandsmark. Yeah. I'm going to say that I liked the burn iteration, where she was just a skinny girl, kind of geeky. Yeah. Uh, over the new and improved blonde, super yeah, tough. Was, I'm fucking it, Connor Kent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah isn't she like the Drake. daughter of Ares or something like that? She's or like a whore. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was screwing everybody on the team, and bye she's like listeners. 16. <laughs> bye, listeners. Been nice knowing you. <laughs> I liked the burn iteration. I did not love the. Um, I, the burn iteration was okay, but I still didn't love it. it. It's not. It's not Donna Troy. At some point in time, you had to move Donna Troy on. I yes, never but liked. Do you replace Troy her? It's sort of like Batgirl. Do you, do you replace her? Wonder Girl? Yeah, there's got to be a Wonder Girl. There's got to be a Wonder Girl because there's got to be a Teen Titans, and you need the chick on the team. Arrowette. 
I always liked Arrowhead. Yeah, I could have done that see. too. But you need the tough. Yeah, Starfire. No, she became no. This is the second iteration of the Titans. That's where Wonder Girl comes from. Doesn't matter. Don't need her. I, yeah, I'm not going to say that I love that character. Okay. I, I like the Burn iteration. I like what Burn did. I it's thought just that that burn was interesting. Drew her, that's all. No, I thought it was interesting because he he didn't make her. She was not a uh, super perfect. No. no. Uh, comic book standard, uh, the blonde Wonder Girl. She wasn't, uh, and so that I liked. But yeah, I'm I'm not going to disagree that that's not a great character. It's just not a great character. All right, for my number two, when they killed Oliver Queen and brought in Connor Hawk for Green Arrow, I am going to honestly admit that uh, I don't know a lot of the Connor Hawk um, years. The bastard son of Oliver Queen. And Shadow. And Shadow. Shadow or Shadow. Shadow, Shadow right. pronounce her. Yeah. But um, raised in a Tibetan monastery. Oh, and he just happens to be trained in archery. One of the deadliest fighters. All, yeah. Yeah. And they, they. What the fuck? You know, and, and uh, yeah, they brought him in. I know they were trying to do like, you know, it was like the late 90s, early 2000s. Well, yeah, they, I think. Had, they had had success with replacing uh, Hal Jordan. Okay. And so. That's what, yeah, that, that the, the intent was behind it. But it was like his, his but they costume. Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Which is, was a well-done character. Yeah, this yeah. guy was not. He was just kind of like, he was boring. His costume was stupid. You know, he was like this, you know, like naive to the ways of the modern world. And I hate characters like that. Oh. Like, you know, oh, this, oh, what do you mean this girl is hitting on me? I just. You it, know what? Here's the thing I want to say. Every fucking character has to go to do to, 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 to Tibetan thing. Yes. They all do. That's where they all come from. They all go to Tibet and they learn some fucking mystical well, that's skill. Back in, well, that's back in the days of the pulp era. Like, the shadow was like, went to the, you know, mysterious orient to learn the ways of the mind but or whatever. But you would think that fucking Tibet would be more of a world power if they're churning out superheroes. Yeah, you know what? Absolutely. And having a whole army of mind controlling, yeah. you know. You got these yogis who could fucking float and yeah. control minds and are super great archers and control the world. Yeah. Uh, no. I, okay, I'm not going to buy into Connor Ken. I'm going to go with you on that one. I'm going to go on that ride. <laughs> okay, my third? Your yes. number one. My number one. My number one. Azrael is Batman. Yeah, that was the one that was blocking my... Uh, oh, okay. That was like the, 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 the writer's block that I was having, because that one is so bad... That it is, it is. When you look up bad continuity or bad identity switches in the dictionary, there's a picture of Azrael. Not only was it just, it made no fucking sense at all. It was. I've always debated. It's the nineties. That's all you gotta say. It's that's the, the thing. I've always debated if the, if it was the same conspiracy as New Coke, Old Coke, where oh, let's give them New Coke so bad because our sales are are dropping. It'll be. So bad that people want the old Coke and they want the old Coke back really, like, in droves. Like, to me, it was almost like, oh, well, you know, there's all these dark characters and they say they want Batman to be all dark with this. Let's give it to him. Let's give him, like, the worst example of, like, a 90s... I don't think they were that smart. So yeah, they, I was... I, I think you're giving them way too yeah. much credit. Okay. So this was just, we want to make a 90s Batman and see how it works yes. type of thing. And, and, and you couldn't fling use the Dick Grayson the, because he was not going to be as dark as you wanted him yeah, to be. Yeah, fling the pasta on the wall and see if yeah. it sticks type of thing. And so you... John Paul Valley, he doesn't even have a tough name. <laughs> Fuck. Well, no, and you it, make him French. The fuck is that? Like, you don't know how to fight. <laughs> Batman with claws and a Batarang... <laughs> Chain felt fed battering Designs the costume. Yeah. And it looks like fucking Bat Robot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think we'll all agree yeah, on that. No, yeah. no. No, God no. God no. God no. Except Quesada drew it and then I had to buy it. Well no, and that's the thing, like like the design for Azrael I thought was really cool. Yeah. You know, kind of like yes. this modern the, take on a knight or you know, yeah, a knight Templar. Yeah. yeah, knight's Templar, yeah. With the flaming sword and mm -hmm. everything like that, and then just I mean and then you totally rob Liefeld him. So we got to talk about that off mic. Don't worry. Go on with your number one. My number one. I'm going to lance my number one. Uh -oh. You're lancing it? You go with two of them in the time we've been talking. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> wow. One of the worst things ever, ever, ever. Uh, Superman into Superman red and blue. What? Okay, yeah. That no, was you're so thinking... cool. That, <laughs> that was, was the best ever. 
that actually ruined my favorite. That, that that's the one thing that ruined my favorite storyline in, in the Porter Dust League because it was it, Superman yeah, Blue yeah, fighting yeah. angels. It was like, <laughs> fuck. I didn't even look at it. It was that bad. It was I completely skipped it. Uh, I absolutely not a, not a Superman fan to begin with, and then you do this shit oh. to it, and then I'm like, oh, I feel bad for Superman. Wasn't it fans. something like the blue one had like certain a certain amount of his powers? Yeah, and, and, yeah, like, it was like a split down the middle. Yeah, but he was electric it, it Superman, was, and it you know, was God, basically man. Power Rangers Superman. Fucking bad. Uh, yeah, that one's bad. Fucking and, and bad. Yes, of, yes. When, okay, go. I'll go with that. One yes. ones I really hate is back in the seventies, maybe early eighties. They replaced Thor for a short period of time with Red Norville, which was a cameraman. You mentioned him before. Which is a cameraman who gained the belt of strength. Didn't he become Thunderstrike or some shit? No, that was someone else. Oh, okay, but good. Because yeah, yeah. that was horrible either. That <laughs> that was, thanks, Diodato Jr. Uh, <laughs> and the hair that went on forever. Wait, so, so this was like in the... This was... Yeah, this was issue like two. So he was worthy. He, 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 he well, no, he had, he, had, he had the belt... And he had the, the he had the glove, the gauntlet that that back in mythology Thor needed to right. hold the hammer. So he had the gauntlet and the belt, but not the hammer. He, 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 he got to use the, he got to use the hammer because he had the gauntlet. I guess that gauntlet's like it makes sure bypass. It yeah, bypasses it, the the yeah, was, claws was, or whatever. This is how stupid it was. Thank you. <laughs> it's like having the Michael Jackson glove. It is, and it, then it, suddenly it, gaining it the powers of Michael Jackson. <laughs> beat it! Beat it! <laughs> That's horrible. I, I didn't even. I don't need uh, Red Norval. You've mentioned him. Yeah. yeah. And I think of the Red Green Show. Whenever you say Red Norval, I think of the Red Green Show, and that's what I'm picturing as Thor going. No, that would be well. It would be amusing. <laughs> it would be amusing if Red Green became Thor. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, yeah. That's what, what. What do you got? You got a substitute? No, I don't actually. You but can't. now can't. Just keep you can't. Ezreal. You can't. Ezreal and Batman is the worst. Oh ever no, no, no! In the I, 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 that's why I, I, I mean, like it literally was, was, it was. It's such a bad thing. I was having trouble thinking of other ones, and I needed you guys to start, you know, kind of getting the juices flowing for me to even think of a couple of other ones. Um, what about you, Brian? You got anything else? Uh, we got thirty seconds left. Anything? Any, thirty seconds. Any I'm a little controversial than this. Dishonorable mentions. I didn't like Dick Grayson becoming Batman after Batman died or disappeared. I, you know what? I loved the beginning of that series, drawn by Quitely, and uh, yeah, I did. I I, 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 I did. It. I didn't like it. I thought it should have been Red Hood. I thought it should have been a redemption story for Jason Todd instead of no instead of dick grayson who came out of batman's shadow just to become batman it just didn't make any sense but he's a logical successor i you don't want logic you want good stories he would you just like nightwing's butt (laughs) anyways that's the top three worst identity changes let us know what yours are (laughs) All right, for the latest segment in the podcast, the three old geeks join a cult of film. (laughs) And we are working from a list of the top 50 cult films as supplied by TheRinger.com. And we are on uh, film number 49. And I found a cult I want to join. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, this is 1973, The Wicker Man, directed by Robin Hardy, written by Anthony Schaefer, starring Edward Woodward, the original Equalizer, uh, Britt Eklund, Christopher Lee, and uh, who's the, I'm sorry, I didn't write it down. The Ingrid Pitt. Ingrid, Ingrid Pitt, Pitt, who was a go-to hammer gal. She was the hammer yes, gal. Yeah. And um, some hammer refugees found. Yeah. This was... Uh, well, it's basically the story of a uh, Scottish policeman going to a private island to f- search for a missing girl that he received a letter about. An anonymous letter. An anonymous yes. letter. And uh, he's getting stonewalled by the uh, the inhabitants of this village. And it kind of had this weird uh, uh, prisoner vibe to it. Yes. Like you were definitely yes. like, you were like a man, you were like this man that you were dropped in this... This really unusual situation, it's, but you discover that the gal is dead, or you think she is, and that the entire uh, population of the island is a bunch of pagans. The movie was not what I thought no, it was going it to was be. Di- okay, first of all, 
There is, if you look at the Wikipedia entry, it is literally a musical horror movie is what they call it. Right. I was stunned at the amount of singing in this. And it, and, and this is not, in by calling this a musical, it's not like these people break into song and take it outside of the, you know, the story or, sing, or whatever. Or, or the song contributes to the story it's the way, in a direct way. It's the way songs apply to Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. It's almost part of like their... Their religion. Their religion, yes. yeah. Their culture. Yeah, they right. sing a lot, and they sing naked. They, they jump you, over fire naked. There's, well, yeah, because it's dangerous to do it with your clothes on. I love that. <laughs> that that's a great, yeah. I love that. When he said that they're naked, yeah. well, yes, it would yeah. be far too dangerous <laughs> to do it with your clothes on. Thank you. Now I get that and the bat symbol. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> The, the, the thing that struck me is, was, and this is just a theory I'm posing out there, was this cashing in on the hippies coming for the, you know, because this is literally pagans versus a Christian. You know what? It, I, and I, it was this preying off of the whole fear of the hippies coming for, for normal society type of a thing, like, you know, like the Manson family or something like that. I thought it was more of an exploration of Christianity. And I felt that it was interesting that a lot of the pagan shit was fun. Was not only fun, but it could be translated into the the, the ritual and the I mean the things that they were doing. Yeah. It, you know what? I I'm not going to say that that isn't an interesting observation. Yeah. I well, think okay, and, and, and this is the, the the thing that the thing that struck me immediately halfway through the movie was the pagans had no shame. You know what I'm saying? You know, like 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 Edward Woodward, the 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 cop, uh, Sergeant Howie or whatever, was the guy with all the the moral the hangups, hang-ups he all the hang-ups. And stuff like that. He has all the hangups. I mean, you've got He's um, got those Ten Commandments hanging over. Exactly. Though no, you know what? Just just not even going Christian pagan. Um, just go establishment hippie. Exactly, yeah. and, that, and that's the other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just looking at the establishment which he represented and did well, even up to and including uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, if you don't know the end of this movie and you are a fan of film, shame on you. You know what? Even knowing the ending, I knew what was going to happen. How it all developed was so cool. Yeah, yeah. No, though. What was the and it was a great. It was a, a, a righteous man coming on his own free will. He's a king. He's a fool. He's a virgin. He's, he's a, a virgin. virgin. He's, yes. Yeah. And uh, it was just. It was like you're the king. You're the only one that would pick to be a king for the day type yes. of thing. So. That was br- I thought that was brilliant the yes. way that they they, they kind of the also way it up they at the brought end. it all it brought it all together. It wasn't just uh, and he was a strong man who believed his beliefs yes. were deep within. Oh, widely, uh, yeah. Uh, he uh, all the way to the I, end. I know you wouldn't have made it through the first night. No, no, I wouldn't. Either. No. no, we the, should put the out sirens there that call? Br- no. Br- Britt Eklund uh, is dancing naked, singing a song in the room next to Edward Woodward. Summoning, yeah. basically yeah. saying, "Come fuck me." Yeah. yeah, yeah, come fuck me. Yeah, and and not only that, but they sang the landlord's daughter song. Yeah, yeah. before prior yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. letting and you know, hey, she's easy. Yeah, she, it, it was yeah, very body. And, yeah. She's yeah, she's very easy, and she's. Oh, what was it? The length of her something is from the right toe to the left yeah, toe. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. fucking funny. I was crying at the song, but uh, yeah, I would not have. No, I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made it up the stairs. You wouldn't have made it <laughs> <laughs> before they kicked me off the island. You're not the guy. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. You're not the king you're, fool. You're just the fool. You're playing the work now. Yeah, <laughs> you're just the horny idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> woo! Uh, and I wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, I would hear, oh, somebody was killed. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I would not have made it through the siren's call. I probably would have picked a tombstone to sit on and just watch the show as they're all fucking in the graveyard. <laughs> there was a whole scene of yeah, them yeah. fucking in the graveyard. Like and then a the, dozen people. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There was a lot. And then the naked woman crying at the tombstone, I would have comforted her. <laughs> Uh, and that's not because she was naked <laughs> yes, and really she hot. Because yeah. she was crying. But because she was in a, an emotionally vulnerable place and I would not have wanted somebody to take advantage of her. Yeah, there would have been the graveyard and then uh, a sandwich. <laughs> and then, come here, Brit. Some more whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> come here, Brit. 
far better movie than I thought it was. No, yes. I, 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 I literally could not take my eyes off of this Yes. One. It, it, it was, uh, I, I can understand it's cult status, and, and to this point, I'm sorry that I didn't watch it up until this point, because it is unique to itself. There uh, Again, for, like, the end where they're burning Sergeant Howie in the in the Wicker Man and stuff like that, and they're, they're, they're having this... this they're singing and dancing while yeah. this 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 man and all these animals are burning horribly. And meanwhile, he's yelling out to his lord. Yeah, yeah. It, it it it's it's chill. It's a yeah. really yeah. chilling use of you know song and dance in in a really horrific scene and stuff like that. It it, it really like that's one of the if you want to talk about cold quotes, the scene that grabs me is that end scene where it's these people all happy that they're you know this the sacrifice crops is going to be okay. It, yeah, crops are going to be okay. Gods are appeased. Yeah. We're all good, it's, you know. But I loved his warning. When the crops failed this year, they're coming for you. Yeah, yeah. That's who they're coming for. Yeah. They won't yeah. fail. Yeah. yeah. No, they will fail yeah. because it doesn't have anything to do, do with, with this. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and the right in the 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 religious man obviously being the voice of reason in that you know you're growing fruit in in a you know in the wrong climate type yeah. of thing. You know, I I I think it's interesting. And now that you brought up the establishment versus you hippie, brought that up. No, no, you you you, 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 laid, you laid the groundwork. Yeah, you laid the groundwork. You laid the foundation for it. That how much I went. Oh, this would be fun, but I side with this. I mean, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I was yeah, with yeah. the cop through most yeah, of yeah, it, yeah. going. You know what? I probably would have done the same thing in that situation, and especially at the end. You know, you would hope that you would have that much conviction that yeah. in that situation. Me would be screaming obscenities at them, yeah. <laughs> but that you would be able to, and I've heard this from a, 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 the Leonard Skinner plane going down and how they were talking about, you know, you'd think it would be loud. No, it wasn't. It was everybody bowed their head and started praying. It was interesting to me that they, they went that way with his character, you know, as he's calling out to yeah. God and it wasn't a calling out to God to save me. No, no. It was calling out to God to... Uh, well, you know, yeah, he knew he was going to. Yeah, and he was he was it was the peace yeah. and the comfort yeah. and allow yeah. me to face this. Yes, with your strength. So I, you know what, it was. It's interesting to look at it in that light and see where, uh, where I would fall I, as a younger man. I would easily have sided with the pagans and uh, fuck these people. Uh, you're the man. But now I'm a little older. Yeah. I'm looking at it, going, ah, oh, you know what? Would I be that strong? If you were this old and still virgin, yes, you would. You would fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there'd be a reason. For it. <laughs> if I was that old and a virgin, really good movie. I, yes, it, it was, was a, a much movie. better movie than I had ever been led to believe. When okay. we first talked about it, I thought I'd seen it, but then I realized I'd seen it. I was seeing an entirely wrong movie. Oh, I was thinking of uh, something this wiki, something wiki, something wiki, wiki. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I've seen that, and then I'm watching. It. I'm like, I haven't seen that. And when they would, from the very get go, I'm like, I've never seen this. And, yeah, I um, and I, I yeah, I got sucked in. Another great movie, but uh, I'm just thinking, God, I hope that's on the list somewhere. I'll have to check. Yeah. All right, so what's uh, what's the star rating on uh, the Wicker Man from 1973? You know what? I was gonna give it a four. And then you brought up that correlation. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to go four and a half. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, easily. I'm going to agree with the ending and, and just everything that led up to it was so well done. Yeah. It was so well done. I, a four and a half. Okay. Four and a half. Christopher Lee is brilliant. Yeah. In oh, it. he's phenomenal. We haven't even the, talked about how Christopher Lee is just. Oh, genius. Oh. I mean, the, the, and, and a haircut for the ages. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but everybody else, the villagers. Yeah. Everyone's. No, this was a really this was a well put together, well crafted movie. I was gonna say four and a half stars, but all the singing, you know, I'm gonna say four. Oh, Ooh, the singing, the singing, but the singing had meaning. It was folksy. <laughs> That's probably why I just if if it was oh, Christopher on. Lee doing heavy metal, I would have been. Brit England singing should have brought it back up to four and a half. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Even with her arse double. <laughs> Not her Well, arse. that's our opinion of The Wicker Man, number 49 in our list of five, top then. 50 cult movies. Let us know what you think. All right. So, coupled with our viewing of The Wicker Man, we also watched a movie that people also watched. 
Idiots. <laughs> People who watched The Wicker Man also watched Manos, The Hands of Fate from 1966. Ba, 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 ba. Considered one of the worst <coughs> movies of all time. I've watched it uh, straight through. I, it was made famous by Mystery Science Theater. I also watched the Rift Tracks version. And the joke that sticks with me out of Mystery Science Theater is every frame of this film looks like everyone's last known photo. Uh, it was directed, written, produced, and starring Harold P. Warren. Way to go, Harry! Who was a, I want to say he was like a Hank Hill type of a guy, like a, but I think he was a manure salesman. Hang on a second, I'm pulling this up here. Uh, in real life? Yes. No, in the movie, couldn't you tell? Was he the master? No, he was the, the, the husband, Mike. He was, oh, he was the Mike. He was Mike. He was Mike the husband. Talk to Mike. Uh, he was a uh, walk-on in the television series Route 66, where he met a, a screenwriter named Sterling Sullivan, who I've heard of before. And he was there having coffee. And he said, oh, I could make a horror movie. And he did it on a bet. He made it, though. God bless him. He won he, the bet. He won the bet. We can make a movie. He made, uh, he made this for uh, $19,000. He wrote the script in the coffee shop on the back of a napkin. Oh. And, that doesn't um, show. <laughs> and uh, the snappy dialogue. Uh, film was shot on a camera that could only shoot 32 seconds of footage at a time and had to be cranked by hand and had no sound. He's a genius now. He, he, he was Kevin Smith before Kevin Smith. Yes. So this fucking makes such a difference in the entire. I'm glad I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. But now it explains a lot. Wow. So that's why wow. the the young eight year old girl was dubbed by a middle aged chain smoking woman who is trying to talk like a little girl. Yes. Oh yeah, and didn't succeed in a lot of places. I want. I want the puppy. Where's my puppy? <laughs> and then, uh, of course, the, the, they only had so much because of the, the low budget, and none of the crew knew anything about making movies. Because they had such a low budget, they had a limited amount of lights, which is why when the cops go to investigate the shots, they only walk like two feet in front of the car and say, hmm, wonder what that was. Because if they would have went any further, they would have got out of the shot and out of the light. Wow. However... Uh, the basic premise of this, for those uninitiated, is there's a family going on vacation. They get lost and end up at this house. And are greet greeted by the caretaker of the house, Torgo. Torgo? Fucking uh, Torgo. Torgo uh, the, has these huge knees. The reason for this is because they were implying that he was a satyr or a demon or whatever. Oh. And he was supposed to have goat bat, you know, backwards knees, goat legs. And this is the way they got away with it is they stuffed his baggy pants with pillows. Really? No, he... I, I, I thought he was retaining water. Yeah, I, I thought, thought he was, was, I was, thought he was oh, suffering he was... from heart failure and his legs. Yeah, I thought there was water. a lot of gout going on. The in there. satyr thing now, that adds a little bit to it. Yeah. Right. Uh, unfortunately, Not a lot. He the, should have had little horns on his head or something. They, they could have done something with the hat and pulled yeah, the hat yeah, off yeah. and had little yeah, horns yeah. on his head or whatever, but he is the caretaker for the master, who is a worshiper of Manos, the great dark god, and he has five filmly dressed wives who have a cat fight that's the most unsexy filmly dressed women cat fights ever you know there's there's a scene in evil dead where uh and you actually kind of don't pick it up when you're watching the movie where the bookshelf falls on uh ash and and he's trying to get away and blah you don't really pick it up until you watch the director's commentary and it's sam raimi saying the bookshelf weighed about two pounds he made a really good job of trying to make it look like it was heavy. Yeah. yeah. Because, it, and you look at it when you watch the film again, you'll go, oh my God, that really could only weigh two pounds. It's the thinnest, littlest yeah. bookshelf Ikea that falls. Ikea bookshelf, yeah. 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 Uh, also would. Yeah. And and that was the, the scene, that's what I kept thinking about during the girl fight scene, <laughs> is A, it's going on too long, and B, you're trying to make it look a lot harder than... Because they're yeah. just slapping at each other, yeah. and then they jump on the other one, and then they roll in the sand. Well, there was one girl who was driving the other ones in the sand, facing the sand. Oh, yeah. I thought was... that was a brave actress who was like, <laughs> doing that. I'm like, wow, she's a go-getter. <laughs> she's, she's, 
Wow, she's a method actor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She gets the Academy Award of this film. Yeah, it was it was it was people trying to make something that wasn't last way too long. Yeah. yeah. It's like half the film they yeah. keep cutting back to this fight that's going on. And half the brides want to kill the girl and the other yeah. half say don't kill the girl cuz she'll grow up to be a and it made no sense whatsoever. The master loves women. And if you kill the girl, she'll grow up to be a woman. We can't kill the girl. Kill the girl. Yeah. We can kill the girl. The old, the old wives wanted to kill the girl. No, the new wives oh, the did. The new ones? Yeah, okay. the, the number one wife, okay. the oldest wife. Oh, she wanted to keep it. She was the one who wanted to keep it. You're just trouble. He doesn't even like you anymore. You're fat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> wow. Anyways. So this was the original Sister Wives, too. Yes. Right? Yes. There was, I've, I've not seen a creepier character in film uh, outside of Tor- Torgo. Yeah, he was, I think I've made an allusion to this before, he was the guy, he was the anthropomorphic strip club bathroom. Like, you didn't really want him touching oh, him or no. you didn't want to touch him. There was just, he was creepy. He oh. was really creepy. Uh, I figured they just found some crack guy. <laughs> yeah. No, there was something really off Threw about a that. Threw suit on him went, here, just hold this stick with a hand on it. You know what? The scene where he breaks in the room and he talks about the the wife. Yes. Because the, the family is a prototypical 60s family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, his wife, Helen, I think it was. Much younger wife. Yeah, and daughter yeah daughter much Abby. younger wife. With their, their, their daughter, dog Abby. Peppy. With the dog, Peppy. Uh, and their convertible. Just a prototypical 60s family. When fucking Torgo blocks her in the room and then reaches out... To touch her hair. To touch her hair in an excruciatingly long scene. I will say this... That was eight cuts with that 32-second thing. Holy (laughs) shit, yes. Stop. And then he feels her hair and you're like, ah, wash, go shower. (laughs) It just took forever and... This was the worst use of music in a film I have ever seen. If you ask me most films, I don't notice the music. I It, it does what it needs to do. Yeah. Torgo it, had his own theme song for a while. Yes, there. it did. Holy did. shit. Holy shit. And it was loud. Yeah. It was fucking overpowering for everything. And it, it never stopped being dramatic. It was over dramatic for the scene. It was over. Yes. And then Brian, you were watching it, and you were texting like worst falling down in the desert scene. Like their car is not working, so they decide to escape this place at night in the desert, and people are like literally falling over for no reason whatsoever, tripping over nothing in the dark. I am gonna say that this wife was. Uh, the most annoying woman I have ever seen in a film, attractive, I would have given her to Manos. <laughs> I would have gone I would have given her to Torgo. Yeah, I'd have uh, given her to Torgo. Torgo's a, w- a fate worse than death for anybody, so uh, I don't, you know, I don't yeah. wish that on my worst enemy. Torgo felt my hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did it take him 45 minutes to get there? <laughs> You could have ducked him. Yeah, he's moving in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, you could have moved. (laughs) I would have given her up. I would would have killed her. I would have. (laughs) We have to leave now. Oh, I can't make it. We have to go back. Oh, I can't make it. Put me in the car. Oh, I can't make it. Lock me in the room. Oh, I can't make it. Let me out. (laughs) We're not going to leave you. We've only gone four minutes from the place. It's four minutes. No, leave me. Twice she did that. The second time I'd have been like, okay. <laughs> I think I saw a coyote. <laughs> and uh, There's so a really, Doberman around here yeah, somewhere too. You're only going to be uh, 10, 15 minutes tops and then you're gone. Uh, out of my hair. <laughs> and I have life insurance. All right. Well, the... I don't even Passionate know. Brian here. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> as it turns out, they they well they they go to kill Torgo, and he's apparently got super soldier serum or something like that because they are, they go to rip him apart or whatever. And what was the first fucking kill scene? It's just the master staring at him through the staff. Da na na na. And it would just cut back and forth through those two looking at, and then Torgo would start closing his eyes. Uh uh. And then he slumped. 
I thought he was dead when the master walked in instead of just sleeping on a pile of dirt in the corner of the room. <laughs> and that I really his, hope that was that dirt. That was his bed. <laughs> yeah. I and then really he pokes him in the dirt. belly with the staff and Torgo gets up and then, he, yeah, that was the worst killing of Torgo scene I'd seen until the next one. <laughs> and then I guess he did kill him, but did you see when the when it explodes and he's holding the hand and fucking Torgo runs out? Yep. Torgo runs out without a hand. It was burning. Well, I mean, maybe Torgo was... There is a sequel. Maybe he came back for the sequel. We gotta watch the sequel. Oh, God. Do, do we really have to? Yes. Torgo didn't die. He never died. Manos, whoever the master is, is really bad at killing... Yes. Well, he's really bad at killing, but then he recruits Michael to be his new caretaker what? and takes his wo- woman and daughter to be his new bride. Serves Michael right, making poor Torgo take his luggage when the poor bastard can't hardly walk. <laughs> and then again, okay, it starts with that. He, They fucking stay, and then she's like, I can't take it, I can't be here anymore. Put it back, let's go, we have to Torgo, get the luggage, Torgo, get the luggage and bring it back. And then Torgo goes and gets Torgo sl- slinging around the luggage, either back <laughs> to the car or out of the car. Poor or Torgo. Poor Torgo. <laughs> Fucking Torgo. They beat the shit out of him. And it was so painful to watch the guy be Torgo. I can't even, I don't even understand the direction on Torgo. I don't know how you walked. I don't. How do you get someone to And then shake? Like, seriously, like, like, how do you get this guy? Okay, at the time they probably didn't know what Parkinson's was. It was like, dude, act like you got Parkinson's. Or yeah. No, like what that. you did is you got him drunk all week long, then you didn't give him any alcohol, and it was all the DTs. You know what? The 32-second thing fucking makes so much sense now. It was just fucking horrible. And the cre- you know what the ending of it was really pretty good. I thought the ending of it was was interesting. With they show Mike is now the caretaker, okay, and then the, and the, the and but the creepy thing was the daughter is the bride. Yeah, yeah. So now they've got the scantily clad six year old. Yeah. yeah, that was frozen creepy. against the post. Who again is the, the 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 actress is the the master the guy who played the master's daughter. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> I I. Yes. Uh, ew. Ew. <laughs> All right. So when they say that Plan 9 is the worst movie ever made, I, I submit to you this, that this movie is way worse than Plan 9. I don't think we've gotten to the worst. I think, I think there's worse out there on the horizon. Again, the story uh, was not horrible. Knowing a little bit more of the backstory of what happened in reality. You're more forgiving of it. <laughs> Makes it more interesting. I have one general question, though. Uh-huh. Did, did, did the two making out in a car all throughout the movie, did they help fund the movie? Because why else were they in that? All they did was, was make out and drink. drink. <laughs> and they moved the car and made out and drink. And That's all. Did they help pay for the movie? Do you have any insight on that? I do not I have any imagine, insight on that. We, you know, I got 17 grand. I need two more grand to make this movie. Okay, if I can sit and make out with a girl in a cool car, for a while, I'll, I'll That's give you two grand. To do. Yeah, because they must have been sitting out there for like three, four days, <laughs> just making out. And just periodically moving the car when the cat, the cops chased them off, yeah, type of yeah. thing. All right, they move the car to another place and then make out. At some point in time, hey, you're gonna fuck. Just do it. Well, they were in a, uh, they were in a coupe, so. Again, it's it just where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Okay. I'd get out of the goddamn car and throw her on the hood. But the fact that they didn't makes them even more intriguing to me. <laughs> that was one thing. Of all the huzz in the world, I went, what the fuck was that? And how about the most incompetent fucking cops ever in the world? What about them other people who drove down that road? Well, they didn't drive down that road. That road goes nowhere. They don't even investigate. <laughs> well, that sounded like gunshots, Buford. Yeah, sure did, boss. Well, we better. Well, that could have been in Mexico. Let's just let's just go. <laughs> and then they drive out. And the people are still making out in the coop. <laughs> hey, and drinking, drinking <laughs> from one little flask. Boss, yeah, that, that would be empty. Yes. Really empty. Yes, unless they're just sipping. Careful at a time, honey. Careful at a time. We can be here for a while. I feel like kissing. <laughs> that was weird. I kept, and they kept coming back to it. You did it once, okay, maybe the second time. But then they come back again. I'm like, what the fuck is it with these people? Why don't you go bother the other people who drove down that road? Well, that road goes nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we don't investigate it well, at all. Well, if you're people making out, you keep on being pulled up. Wouldn't you go down that road and make out? I would. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because obviously the police don't go down there. And who made his fucking robe? Oh, it, it was, when he closed his arms, he was doing panty cake. Yes. <laughs> and then he'd open his arms and it'd be the two giant hands. I, want one of, I actually want one of those robes. <laughs> I have contemplated that for how I, I think I can part. find those. And then the the... the Art of him, the drawing of him looked like Frank Zappa. <laughs> oh, that's the most hideous when they first show it, When they first show it, they go, It's Frank Zappa. What, is he in this movie? I'd hate to run into him in a dark alley. Or a light one. <laughs> oh. Alright, gang. I yes. don't think, th- I think that we're going to find worse movies. I, I have that feeling. I think there was enough fun buried in this. <laughs> There's enough interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's it, enough. There's it, enough that yeah. It, okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna watch the argument. Movies. The argument being is it can't be a bad film if it entertains you. Though. Yes, exactly. I think we're gonna find movies that that you can't hardly sit through. And my wife was sitting watching this one, and she's like, "What is?" This? I'm like, "Oh yeah," and then she goes, "Who picked this?" And I blame Lance. <laughs> blame Lance for this one. Manos, the hands of fate. That's a movie that we, people also. We give him star ratings. I don't even have a star rating for this. I don't. Negative. No, but I'm going to give four stars to the couple make it out in the coop. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, so for our continuing reviews of the latest Disney app uh, series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we have fallen upon the penultimate episode. Episode number five, titled Truth. And, uh, Brian, I'm interested to see your take on this one, because I thought this was probably the best pure episode, and I thought if anything was going to hook you, it was going to be this one. Yeah, no. No? Yeah, no. No, you know what? I, I'm still, um, I still love the, the, um... I thought that this was a heaping helping of Bucky and Sam chemistry i thought this was probably the best episode okay so far that's i kind of was watching this one going i bet you brian's gonna like this one the yeah. best so far i think that this was the best um the isaiah bradley stuff was really good um, yeah and we should mention and i i was kind of i kind of thought it was but it's carl lumley yes, who yes is, from alias yeah from alias he was the voice of martian manhunter on jl justice league and justice league unlimited he was Mantis. He's got. Uh, he was uh, John John's father in Supergirl. Mm. I mean, the guy's oh, got okay. like super yeah. like superhero credentials out the yin yeah. yang, you know. And he's a fantastic actor. It was a great scene with he and Sam. I thought the uh, any of the Sam and Bucky shit is is just like amazing. They have the greatest chemistry. Yes, I, I love the fact that he's sort of hitting on his sister. That was the funniest fucking one. <laughs> hey, I'm Bucky. Oh, you do. (laughs) That was fucking great. Yeah, I. I, But again, they really. uh, I think we're pretty clear on Sharon Carter being the power broker. Oh yeah, it's definitely clear. Uh, Yeah, it's. Oh no, no. If you you had your, I watch everything with subtitles. uh, Oh. And when she's talking on the phone, it says she's talking to Bedrock. The Bedrock. 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 Actually, respond is who she's talking to on the phone. Uh, who ends up on subtitles? Yeah, I watch it's everything subtitles. with subtitles. Get, I, no, I was everybody actually, gets in trouble with subtitles. I was actually shocked they didn't put Power Broker. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like, oh okay, oh, well, but he gave away enough. <laughs> I'm like, really? Oh okay, and then he shows up at the end. And you're like, oh yeah, that. Only problem I have with this is again, we're gonna have so much compacted in this last episode. Yeah, uh, it, it it reminds me of the Mandalorian with that everything resolved. It's got to be everything gets one. tied in a neat yeah. little bow in an hour yeah, type yeah. of a thing. I I really yeah hate that feel to it. I mean, I love the show and I, I love I like everything about it. I'm uh, actually hoping that uh, in the last episode, and there's been no I don't read any you read, but uh, pointing at Brian right now. Uh, uh, if you're watching this with subtitles, I'm hoping that uh, <laughs> that uh, appearance of Steve Rogers in the last episode 
they're the I, I was reading this morning on a couple of my websites that they're talking that there's no hype on it, but there's supposed to be a massive cameo. Yeah, but I'm we've think, already I'm been think, disappointed. I think he's in New York. He's in New York. He's still alive. Shit goes down. Who's gonna come? And it's gonna be like all of a sudden the shield goes whizzing towards someone, and someone grabs it and sees a wedding ring, and it's an old hand, and it's gonna be Steve. I I I hope they don't. I I think it's to me that yeah I I agree with you I think that would kind of cheapen the whole story to this point I think the play they had on Luke and uh, Mandalorian sort of leans that way I'm uh, I'm hoping no because I I, I think and whether it's, whether it's the the shield made by John Walker you, you all did, saw the stinger at the end yeah, yeah okay or you know the the shield. The reason that I hope it's not is, yeah, I think it would cheapen it. I think that the the whole thing has been about both uh, Sam and Bucky kind of getting out, stepping of, out yeah. of oh, Steve's no, shadow, that. and I, I think that. that if if you put but, him in it, he's it's right back. But I think the, the uh, I think the fact Steve coming back because Bucky's still unsure about his place in anything, and having Steve reaffirm it at the end of that would 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 fix up the Bucky thing. The whole, I mean. Bucky just leaves the shield with Falcon because he doesn't think he's worthy still of the shield. You have to sort of tie that up somewhat. There's a lot of shit to be tied up. There's seven super soldiers. I think that um, I think Sam's going to keep the shield. I think so too. I, I think I think after his conversation with Isaiah Bradley, he's going to yeah. keep the shield. Oh, yeah. Well, if you noticed when when see, I listened to this too a little bit, watched it, and everything. What? Um, when when uh, <laughs> this paying attention, Keith, Keith is a whole what new you, animal. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Bucky's talking, uh, you know, he, he said Steve and I didn't even think about putting the, the responsibility of putting the shield in a black man's hand. Yeah. You know? But that means him and Bucky, talk, Captain Bucky, talked about him ending with the shield. It wasn't like Steve picking him. It was it was a they had a conversation. That's why when you go back and watch the end end game. Sam looks over at Bucky when he's taking the shield, and, and Bucky nods. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that sort of was implied there, but revealed here. I I personally would like to see Bucky with the shield. I don't think that Sam needs it. But I don't think I he think... does either, but <clears throat> but I think with the way they're setting up the story, he does need it. In this. Yes, and that's what I was going to say, is, is the redemption with yeah. Isaiah Bradley and uh, a black man taking up the shield, yeah, yeah. which uh, I really like. Given kind of the tone of the series, yes, there were some surprising things uh, that happened in this episode that I didn't see coming that made it a little bit uh, fun for me. Okay, like Bucky flirting with his sister and her flirting back, which I thought was fun. And yeah, I think it would be cool if those two got together. (laughs) So predictions for the last episode. What what do you guys think? You know what? I don't know what's going to happen with John Walker. I would I. Almost would hope that they kill him, but they're not going to. What's in the Falcon's case from... It's a Wakandan Captain America suit, I guarantee you. And it's going to have, you know, it's going to be like an equivalent of a Black Panther suit where it's going to have vibranium weave and it's going to make him invulnerable and, you know, all this stuff. That's what I'm thinking, but I was hoping... His his costume from the comics. I was hoping with my... When I was thinking, it was uh, anti-Super Serum. Something that turns these people back normal. Turns With them into Shuri normal and everything, and all the Wakandan backwards, re- backwards, yeah. you know, rewriting their their yeah. DNA or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Ooh, and, that's kind of so, cool. Because oh. you have seven super soldiers plus John Walker walking around. That's a lot of shit to resolve in one. They're leaving John Walker. Yeah, I, I know. But he's going to be the dark. He's Thunderbolts. Dark of he's yeah. Yeah, he's going to be the. Good, he's going to get. Gonna a, he's going to get away, but you still have seven super soldiers, and you aren't going to kill them all. No, Carly's so, not going to die. So how, well, she might. How do you resolve they, that? They kill villains all the time, yeah. dude. How do you resolve that? I thought how they resolved Zemo was cool. <laughs> Is it resolved? Babies, no. uh, yeah. shall we go? You know, they just he was resigned to the fact that I'm kind of fucked right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's going to get away. Yeah. But it was cool. It was cool. And it was cool for... Bucky to kind of set that up. Well, yeah. even lineup, where we're, the, the setup where yeah, he goes, I'm not. He tells Bucky, I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to kill you. 
Oh, really? I was worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> See, has a gun I crossed right my side. name out of your book. They made Zemo yeah. a really cool character. Yes, they did. They did. They did. Um, more than a villain. Yeah, no, yeah. he's top top tier character yes. in all of of in just speaking in characters in general. I yes, think. he is a mastermind, which I think they need. Uh, I think I think they they set that up in originally Civil War, where he brought about uh, the end of Avengers did not have any powers at all. Yes, but but his mission is still to to rid the world of superheroes. Yeah, and which that, is cool. That, and that might be he might have had something to do with. If they do reverse engineer it, the serum. Oh, because he he wants to end them, and if he if there's a way to end them, it'd be something that the Wakandans can come up with. Yeah. So this might have been a means to end for Zemo too. He might have gone had had thought this through and ended up going with him on purpose. I think it's going to be the Cap Falcon suit with the Cap Falcon wings. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I, no, just I, when think he so. was, I think so too. When he was practicing the. Yeah. Uh, with the shield, and he's doing like the he. They've kind of established he's doing like the uh, Caporia style flips, like where he's planting yeah. the hand and flipping yeah. in the air and yeah. stuff. He was doing that with the wings. Yes. So I have a feeling you're going to get the you're going to get the cat the the Falcon Captain America with yeah. the wings and the shield type of thing, which will be cool. yeah. But I think it's going to be something where he doesn't need to have his hands inside the wings to use them. Exactly. No. That that's what the, the kind of technology yeah. is going to lend to it. So you can use the shield and the wings because yeah. you can't use both at the same time. All right, so I got to ask the question: the big cameo appearance, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, is she from the comics? Yes, yes, yes. She, okay, she, she was uh, the Contessa, she was Nick Fury's girlfriend. Nick Fury's girlfriend, who turns out agent. like yeah, who was a double a Russian double agent or yeah. something like that. She eventually becomes Madame Hydra. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Exactly. No, and that, I couldn't remember. I, I was getting her and Madame Mask confused in my head. Yes. Uh, the, but I, then I was like, oh, the Contessa. I'm like, no, that's a Nick Fury character or yes. something like that. However. And she ends up somehow dealing with S.W.O.R.D., doesn't she at some point? I think so. But was, to me, she, and, and I, I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus, like, in she was in Veep or whatever. Uh-huh. Fucking great. That show was so funny. She was so distracting. Yes. And because she's got such a a reputation as this great comedic talent, like, she starts off with the, well, my name is, you know, Valentina, yada, 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 yada. Uh, you well, can actually, call me Val. Actually, it's Contessa. <laughs> yeah. You can call me Val. Actually, don't call me Val. Just think it's your head. And it was just sort of like, I'm not getting the deadly... No, she shouldn't... The, the, I don't think there was... There was casting just for her face. Yeah, and, and I wasn't getting the deadly, like, you know, super highly trained Russian no. she should, shield she, agent type of thing. It was sort of like... Hey. She should walk in and it's like, oh, it's another Black Widow. Yeah. I mean, she's... she's. Well, no, and that's... Interestingly enough, I was reading this morning that apparently she's supposed to make her debut in Black Widow, which was supposed to be kind of... Oh! The lead, in, the lead into this. Oh, okay. And... Because of obviously everything that's going on, Blackwood doesn't come out until whenever. But um, I just thought that it was super distracting, and it it just she was too she was too funny to be that character. I don't think it played off well. No, no. Um, not for what the character's supposed to be. It didn't add a whole lot to me. No, no. And uh, I had heard that the big cameo was going to appear in five, which was her. But because I didn't know the character from the book, and as soon as you say Madame Hydra, then I go, oh, okay, now yeah, she's. Yeah. Then it was. But she was in. She was in Nick Fury back when Stranko was yeah. doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the it, it was. She was a big part of that. Too. Yeah, she was a, like her turn was a, like a big shock. Yeah. In, in the comics. Not so much in the series. No. Yeah, exactly. No, I didn't. I, that that was such a such a deep obscure Easter egg that it's like mm. yeah it was, it was sort of like if you went by the MCU it's sort of akin to sit uh, Stillwell's uh, or Sitwell Stillwell Sit, sit, well, sit Sitwell well. Jasper Sitwell yeah his turn in in the TV you know in the movies because he was part of Shield and he was he was there the whole time and then all of a sudden he turns out to be I oh, yeah I think. The show has suffered from um, too many villains. They they played the gray area too much. No, and we were discussing that last time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think this is this is the this has been the grayest of all. Yeah. Anything that Marvel's done in the MCU to date, this is the grayest thing. 
it's uh, there's uh you know like there was a little bit more even in the Captain America ones which were kind of gray there was a lot it was a little bit more black and white you know mm-hmm. well they just haven't they haven't given us a villain they gave us Zemo but who, everybody likes him who ends up working with her and and even uh, with them I'm sorry and even uh, Sharon Carter if she is a power broker she's not. She hasn't done anything really. There has been nothing real power brokerish. Yeah, yeah. Um, except that 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 still has yet to play, and it will play out next episode. Yeah. Like I said, that, that better the... be a two-hour episode. It's just like... Yeah, it's well, it's going to play out against uh, the flag smashers. Yeah, because you know she's coming for them. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just going to be. It's going to be all sides against the flag smashers. Yeah, the flag smashers have been. Um, unbelievably sympathetic so you don't hate them no yeah. no and they're trying and again like okay batrock shows up with all the weapons and stuff like that and they're gonna try to make them you know terrorists now or whatever and it's just i still don't no. i don't buy them as i don't and maybe it's because their cause is so far removed you know what i'm saying yes. like 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 i understand it and it's good science fiction and stuff like that but I don't think it's, it's really hard to relate. Enough. It's really hard to relate to because it's like, okay, well, nobody's ever disappeared for five years, and then you know a major population hasn't disappeared for five years, and then come back mysteriously or whatever. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's hard to be sympathetic with their cause. You like know, I, said, I don't think they flushed out. They enough. didn't flush out their cause enough. Yeah, no, they didn't show, show like the. Like you're even uh, uh, Rich had brought up like oh, well I think the global repatriation yes. people are supposed to be the bad guys it's like they didn't have that jeopardy that they kind of showed like well it's kind of crappy yeah, to live and they don't have food. a lot of food and stuff yeah. like that they didn't show like the 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 dire end of that being in that situation yeah. you know what I'm saying yes. yeah yeah they didn't show people dying of starvation and stuff they didn't or being a you know like a being uh, yeah. abu- like yeah. people in power abusing yeah. them or something like that they they didn't they didn't really show the they didn't show that they no. showed a bureaucratic agency that's a bureaucratic I mean, agency. that's the yeah. thing it's just sort of like okay well you didn't get these supplies because of somebody did, you know some mid manager didn't sign off on the paperwork yes. or something like that. Yeah. It's not people are dying or, you know, people are sick or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just it, it, it didn't show the like jeopardy. They're, they're they're fucking them because they want to fuck them. It, it's just a bureaucratic agency. Yeah. 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 Welcome to the DMV. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's so I, yeah, they, Maybe, uh, that might be yeah, I think I no, it's talking that out, I think I'm starting to see your point of there's no there's no real there's nothing <clears throat> the villains that they have that that Captain or that uh, Sam and Bucky are going against are not real villains. Yeah. I, yeah, you want to stop the Flag Smashers because they're killing people, but then you listen to why they're killing people, and it yeah. makes sense, and you go, well, yeah, okay. I mean, I can buy into it. You're not right, but you're not horrible people for doing what, like she said, or revolutionaries, depending yeah. on which side you're on. Yeah. And they they flesh that out enough so that, that the intentions are not evil. They're not, um, but they're not giving results, so they're having up the game. There you go. Up, up yeah, Andy every time. Yes, and which makes sense. Which yeah. you, which you then go, okay. Um, and also, I'm going to throw it out. It's happening in Europe, which makes it less sympathetic to me. Yeah, there's exactly. no personal tie to. It's not so any refugees here. Yeah, the, it's the, not Texas. They're not showing people starving no. in Indiana. Yeah, no. that I would have been like, okay, now the, I. The I, closest they had to that was. Sam and his sister trying to get a loan. Yes. Which was blown off really quickly. Yeah, but it, no, they've kept that that prejudice well, running through every episode. Uh, and that's part of what um, I thought was so interesting about this one was because they kind of gave a counterpoint to it on Sam's side of it. Yeah. And, and I thought the Isaiah Bradley scene was uh, powerful. Well, that was very powerful, yeah. Very powerful. There was pretty much only one battle scene, and it was the opening scene. And I was a little disappointed in that because I thought, yeah, John Walker is badass, sure. But he was kicking the shit out of them. He was beating the fuck out of Bucky. Out of Bucky. I can see Captain America doing that. Bucky fought Captain America to a standstill almost in in, in Civil War. I mean, in uh, Winter Soldier, and beat him, actually, in Winter Soldier. And now he's he's yeah getting his ass handed to him by this guy. Who, Both of them are. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. And these are also two guys 
who beat the fuck Steve Rogers and Bucky beat the shit out of Iron Man. Yeah. 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 I mean, fuck. Yeah. I know. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah I, I'm it, just, it no. Was way, yeah, it was way, yeah. Wasteland. It, it yeah. took way too much to stop John Walker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I agree that adrenaline in the super soldier serum, but you still eat. But, but. Bucky has a super soldier too. Yes. So and he's better trained. Yes. I'm sorry, he is. Yes. He okay. would have been. He's got yeah, he was he was actually trained for this stuff. I mean yes. yes, John Walker was somewhat in being in the army and everything, and he does but he Bucky's been trained to work with the sol- super soldier serum and use it. And he's got sixty years experience yeah. on him. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. defeating guys who are better than John Walker. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I was a little disappointed. He ripped Falcon's wings off. Yeah. Cool scene, but no. Well, I fi- <clears throat> figured that would probably happen. Well, it, it gives it, him the it, opportunity it, it, to give him the new suit. It, plus, it's the weakest point. If you're fighting Falcon, the wings are what gives him an advantage. So you yes. go after those, just like Bucky did in, in Winter Soldier. Because mm-hmm. without the flying things, he's not much of anything. Well, he's still a formidable he, fighter. I, but, but, but every time he got stopped, it was by the wings. Whether he was flying, right. pulling him around, knocking him over with the wings. The wings were his, his That's advantage. That's the thing, yeah. So you take away that advantage. So I was a little disappointed in the fight. It was a cool fight. Yeah. But yeah, the the, the, the storytelling behind the fight wasn't the, the right. greatest. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, yeah. But I and think I have people to, I have to say follow. this. I discovered that Wyatt Russell is Kurt Russell's kid last yeah. week. Oh, yeah. yeah. I cannot... Now that I know that, I can't unsee. I can't unsee Kurt Russell. I can't unsee. Like there's certain times where his voice hits a certain register, or there's a certain like gesture with his head that he does, and I'm like, dude, that's Kurt Russell. Yeah, Yeah. that really is. Good looking, good looking kid. Good actor. Watch the Snake Plissken fight uh, Bucky. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I kept thinking, like, man, Kurt Russell would have made a good Captain America back in the '80s. All right, so uh, Brian, is it have we, has it peaked? So are you cur- Are you just still slogging it out for the podcast? You just are you going to so cuz? Yeah. Okay. So you you're... know what? It's it, it. I was thinking about it this week as we were talking, and I don't know if it's that I can I purposefully stayed away from any kind of hype. Not that there has been a whole lot on this series. There really hasn't been. Like, there's no. We figured out who the power broker video is. And it may have been that I was so into the hype with with WandaVision that you got burned on it, and... but and it turned out to be wrong a lot. So. A lot of it, a lot of it was me going against the hype, which was even more disappointing because what they were talking about for the hype was so transparent. I was like, well, if they do that, that now it's just stupid. We all saw that coming four episodes ago, and oh yeah, they did. That's just bad storytelling. You didn't give us anything, but it still was a Friday night show. When I came home from work, I wanted to see WandaVision. I watched it on Fridays. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I've been watching Saturday mornings. Okay. I've been watching Thursday to two There you go. Morning. Yeah. Right. So, so Keith, you're... With, with the you're, exception of the last one, because I, I, it was like 2.30, I'm like, okay, you know, 45 minutes, I can knock that out. It'll be quick. And then I saw it was an hour long, and I'm like, well, it's 3.30, 4 o'clock before I get to bed, getting up at 7, and I'll... I'll, I'll I might fall asleep during it. I'll, I'll watch it later. So, all right. So you're you're fully invested in the the the, the sixth yeah, episode. Yeah. I'm st- I I want to see how this all turns out. That is our opinion of the fifth episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Let us know what you think. Did you check out the Wicker Man or Manos? Have you been keeping up with Falcon and Winter Soldier? If you have, let us know what you think on Facebook or Twitter. Tune in next week, same geek time, same geek podcast for all new, all different material. Thanks a lot for listening, and hey. Keep on geeking on.